Every year on the first Sunday in Lent, we hear one version or another of Jesus' temptation in the wilderness. Luke and Matthew use effectively the same material. They just organize it a little bit differently, but there's really no significant difference other than that between them, which tells us that this story, even between the communities that both Luke and Matthew were writing for, had a lot of weight and was significant enough that it didn't require much modification, even though Luke and Matthew have very different agendas as they approach the Gospel text. What does that tell us? It tells me, at least, that this story has almost universal spiritual authority. It tells us something fundamental about ourselves in a journey of faith and something that is inescapable about what it means to be children of God. Because you see, whether we live in the first century and believed in evil spirits dwelling in the world and sometimes dwelling in people, or whether we live in the 21st century and are big believers in psychology and, if you want to take the Jungian phrases, the shadow side of our being, we are being taught something here that the powers of darkness, however you define them and perceive them, tremble, tremble in fear when we take full ownership of our identity as the beloved of God. Which is precisely why the devil in this passage opens the story by asking Jesus a challenge question, which is very common in the ancient Mediterranean world. The devil challenges Jesus' honor by saying, if you are the Son of God. That is, prove it. I doubt that. If you are the Son of God. And this question is raised when Jesus is at his weakest. He is hungry. He is in the wilderness. He seems to have no support around them only the indwelling of the spirit that was given to him in his baptism and the assurance that came with that, this is my beloved, the Son of God. It is in that identity that Jesus has his last place to stand and the devil is ready to take the carpet right out from under him. Whether it's a devil within or a devil without, it matters not. Now, what we sometimes like to do also on the first Sunday in Lent is we think that Jesus is special. That's true, but the temptations that he has offered are the temptations we all experience. They are the fundamental temptations of our lives because they hit what some spiritual authors call the three primary power centers of our life. The first one in today's story is the need for basic shelter and food. And when we are desperate about that, we know what happens. We can easily become very grasping and greedy creatures. The second power center is all about power itself. 
power and control over our lives and destinies. Authority, if you will. And that is the second place that the devil tempts Jesus. And then finally, that third power center where we want the esteem and affection of others. The devil takes Jesus right up to the pinnacle of the temple and basically asks Jesus, prove that God loves you. The fact that Jesus passes these three tests shows that he is ready to step out into public ministry and gives us witness to where we often go when we are at our weakest to one of those three power centers, shelter and food, authority and power, and the esteem of others. But you see, the trick for Jesus is not quoting scripture, although that is the way he argues with temptation. Notice the devil uses scripture too. That's just part and parcel to his culture. And Jesus is going to do this over and over again in his ministry. He will argue scripture with the Pharisees, with the Sadducees, with the scribes, with anybody who challenges his honor. That's good standard stock, first century Mediterranean male stuff, to put it bluntly. The real key for Jesus is standing up to the original question which the devil cleverly tucks into the phrase, if you are the Son of God. Jesus will not be moved out of his primary identity as beloved, beloved child of God. And that is the teaching I want to leave with all of you this day as we begin this Lent. Because if you can get the thread of this fundamental, simple, but not easy teaching, you have a chance to get through Lent and overcome the temptations in your life. And that teaching is simply this. When you are tempted, get back to your fundamental identity as the baptized, as the beloved of God. Remember that you are made in God's image and that God loves you, even in those darkest of times. And if you can remain there against all odds, you will be amazed at how much power you have to resist all of the things the world throws at you. To stand with dignity, with true humility, and the love with which God made you. And that is where Jesus stands in this story. And that is where he gets the power to resist, even though he is hungry and probably tired and probably lonely and probably wondering what the hell is going to happen next to me after all that I have experienced. He remains there, the Son of God, the firstborn among us, firstborn child of God, showing us the way through the valleys of darkness, through the wildernesses of our lives, through all the ways we are tempted by the world, 
And that is the foundation for us, as it was for Jesus, of our life of service and ministry to others. Always go back to that place. No matter what happens this Lent in your life, remember that you are beloved of God and start afresh from there. Perhaps then you will find the true path home. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.